Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. We are coming at you live, not from any trail, not from any parking lot, not from any anywhere. We're coming at you from like the Pennsylvania Turnpike right now. I'm Tumbles, and to the left of me driving is... Cranky. Welcome to the most unprofessional podcast on the internet. Now, since we don't have a problem, I have quite a good editing software, but since we don't have microphones or anything, you probably hear some background, and that's Cranky Driving. So where are we going, Crank? We are going to, if anyone has listened to more than one episode, because like the metrics, like we don't have a huge audience, but the metrics are pretty consistent. I don't know if that's the same people or if that's people, like new people getting cycled over because they can't stand us for more than one episode. But if you've listened for more than one episode, you've probably figured out that we are very liberty-minded people, so we are going to sort of the Pennsylvania Libertarian um, Convention, but not really. But better. Yes, but better, because there's some internal politics, and we're going to a competing event that's going to be better. That's right. We're going to see some of our idols that we listen to on podcasts all the time, such as... Dave Smith of Part of the Problem. Scott Horton. He wrote of, some books. <laughs> yes, and antiwar.com. You all need to go to that website. Yep. Um, and I think that's it for tonight. Um, oh, yeah, that's I'm right. I'm sure Michael Heiss will be speaking, but. Um, yeah, and Shane Hazel may be at this event. Shane Hazel is running for governor in the state of Georgia for the Libertarian Party, but he actually may be going to that Libertarian convention next door. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Um, Anthony Samaroff, who is Scottish, who I hope we run into. He's not going to be speaking tonight, but I hope we run into him. Except I don't know what he looks like, so I should probably find out before we go. <laughs> and Cranky is representing with his T-shirt, which <laughs> like I got wearing, for Christmas. <laughs> it's like wearing the shirt to the concert. concert. <laughs> uh, that's the move I'm pulling today. Well done. Yes. Well freaking done. Uh, today, I thought it would be a really good day to discuss the Appalachian Trail Conservancy's latest email to its members. So. <laughs> I don't even think you're signed up for that shit anymore. I am not because I couldn't stand their bullshit. So I am still signed up for this. So I read this and forwarded it and said, we have to do an episode on this. So All now right. you fine people get the pleasure of listening to this bullshit. (laughs) All right. It's like a dramatic reading. Dear Cranky, since the beginning of... Oh, by the way, how do you want to do this? Should I go like paragraph by paragraph? Would that be easier? And then we can discuss this? Start reading and then I'll be like, stop that shit. Oh, bitch about it. All right, there we go. Excuse me. Dear Cranky, Since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Appalachian Trail Conservancy has issued an updated Appalachian Trail visitor and volunteer guidance to help minimize the spread of the virus. We have followed the science, particularly recommendations issued by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Stop. I don't know how you do that since they change their recommendations every other month. If you remember, it was masks are bad. You're too stupid to know how to use them. They're, they are not going to work. They don't. And, and <laughs> then it was everyone has to have a mask. 
and then it was everyone has to have two masks, and now, yes, there's there's new guidance, so I don't even know how they followed that inconsistency. And what is this email number three or four? Because we did get an email about um, oppression on trail two during yes. this pandemic. Yep. I can't keep up. May I continue? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have monitored conditions on the ground. Not really, because you motherfuckers don't hike. And they haven't been there, and they've been closed. But anyway. And we continue to collaborate with our local, state, and federal agency partners. With trail maintaining clubs. With trailside communities. And with the hiker community to ensure coordination across the AT. Throughout the pandemic, the ATC and its COVID-19 task force, I fucking hate that term. Yes. Thank that we can thank Trump for for codifying that term was around, but we can thank Trump for codifying that now. Everything is a task force. It sounds like a bad like cartoon, like COVID task force. Yeah, wasn't there a cartoon something force? Probably. I know there's like DC Comics, there's um, Task Force X, so that's your Suicide Squad. So yeah, it's a fucking cartoon. It's a comic book. <laughs> Love it. I know there's Space Force, but that's a, that's <laughs> that's a, a whole different That's a thing. real thing, too. So this is Task Force ATC. <laughs> Alright, so apparently the ATC has been um, working with its task force, and have been watching closely for one of the following criteria to be fulfilled. The CDT, CDT, oh I wish, the CDC deems the pandemic, quote, under control or similar determination, which it was determined yesterday. Yes. And a, and or a COVID-19 vaccine or an effective treatment is widely available and distributed. Which that's all you've heard about. So yes, so that condition has been met. Now in bold lettering, the ATC says we have determined that the second of these criteria has been fulfilled and significant gains have been made towards fulfilling the first. Successes include, and these are bullet pointed, multiple highly effective vaccines are now widely available, reducing the risk of contracting or spreading COVID-19 amongst vaccinated individuals traveling throughout the United States. Now, Unless you're on the New York Yankees, apparently. <laughs> Oh, goodness, that's funny. Um, However, you can still contract COVID-19. You can still get COVID, perhaps not um, getting any of the symptoms of COVID. There's a, the vaccine's 91% effective, I believe, maybe 94%, depending on which one. I know the Johnson & Johnson one is 70-something, but... Yeah, don't get the one job. Yeah. So you can still get covid during this, you won't die, but you you'll get you you'll get COVID. All right, the CDT. God, why do I keep doing that? This uh, Continental Divide Trail. I just listened to a podcast on that. I guess the CDC has determined that people vaccinated or not no longer need to wear masks when they quote walk, run, or bike outdoors oh, with so- members of their household. Okay, stop that shit. Stop it. Um, <laughs> so this is where I think you and I both have major issues um and my major issue with that statement is we're in pretend land we are in absolute pretend land 
people have been not, unless you're in like New York City, people have been going outside without masks almost this entire time. The whole time. time. There have been, no, the New York Times just published an article. There have been, no, count them, no. Zero. Cases of transmission, maybe one or two, transmission of COVID-19 outdoors in just passing. We've been saying this since we started bitching about COVID on this podcast. And who in this car has never worn a mask outside? Uh, both of us. Woo! Both of us are raising our hands. All right. So, shall I continue? Uh, well, let me finish. Are we, are we still? Okay, go for it. You get COVID by being in close proximity with someone who has it for more than 15 minutes on a regular basis. And so that's why it makes absolutely fucking no sense to keep people indoors with their families. Yes. It made no sense for governors to shut parks down in their states. To issue stay-at-home orders. It's the dumbest shit I'd ever heard. So we're in pretend fantasy land where the CDC is just pretending that people have been outside masking up. And also, they changed their tune quite quickly because about 28 days ago, the CDC was still fucking scared shitless. Yes. And, oh, we're going to be wearing masks for the next 10 years, and there's still some dark times ahead. I mean, right. Right. What else we got? All right. The AT shelters on U.S. Forest Service land from Georgia to Virginia have reopened, meaning a majority of AT shelters have now been reopened by land managing partners. The 55 shelters on National Park Service AT corridor lands from Northern Virginia to Maine remain closed, though the privies of these locations are now open. And you're again, I'm sorry to keep interrupting. We're in <laughs> pretend land again. People have been using these shelters. You and I have been using these shelters literally since the beginning. This whole time, we would pull up to a shelter. Goodbye, listeners. We would pull up to a shelter, <laughs> see the sign saying that it's closed, oh my god, laugh, and then set up our shit. You have more cause to be worried about getting hantavirus from these shelters than COVID. And the people that pulled into the shelters after us did the same thing. They laughed at the sign and set up their shit. So it's this is very much like... President Biden who says if we follow all the rules we can have small gatherings by the 4th of July. Who hasn't been having small gatherings in their homes? It's it's pretend land. This is literally like we're in 1984 and the Ministry of Truth is saying things and then you look in reality and it's, it's not that at all. Oh, apparently in Massachusetts, no overnight camping is currently allowed on state lands or any shelters along the trail. We violated that. Again, so did many other people, so we're just in pretend land. I don't know. There wasn't a sign where we camped in Massachusetts, so I I wouldn't have known. Oh, okay. Yeah. All AT... Actually, I didn't know until just now. Actually, yeah. (laughs) All AT states have either removed or relaxed mandatory quarantines or other restrictions on individuals traveling into the state, though some restrictions are still in place. Click here for more information, which we will not. We are now passing underneath Allegheny Mountain. Yes. Another tunnel. 
this is exciting. Due to these positive changes, we have made the following updates to our guidance. Long distance hiking on the AT is now considered to be a safer activity, especially for those who have received one of the COVID-19 vaccines approved by the FDA. They have not been approved by the FDA. Emergency use authorization. So here you have the ATC lying. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. All right. However, additional precautions are still recommended to help minimize risks to yourself and others. We encourage everyone eligible to receive one of the available COVID-19 vaccines. Getting the vaccine prior to starting your hike, no matter the distance you intend to travel, is ideal. If you are already on the trail, you can find a location to receive the vaccine by visiting vaccines.gov. No, we will not be clicking on that link either. Again, this is just pure pretend land. So they're saying you can now start your long distance hike. What do they think has been happening since January 1st? Go on YouTube. Actually, go on the trail. You'll see through hikers. But go on YouTube. There's more vlogs this year than ever before of people starting their through. So they, this literally is just pretend time. Right. And like imagination land. What you'll see, especially if you go to 2020 vlogs, you'll see people starting on trail. And then when COVID started, a lot of these poor bastards went off trail for whatever reason. They got scared because they thought that, you know, COVID was going to jump out of the trees or something. Um, I know a lot of people were worried about the trail towns, the trail towns. But like we said in the past, the trail towns rely on the hikers uh, for business. Yep. If you're, if it's March 2020, I get it. Like, go off for a couple weeks and that. I get that. But people that actually, well, this year, 2021, no one followed this. No. But people that followed that, like, I'm sorry that you are that afraid or, or you are that bound by rules. I, I don't know how to describe it, but you missed out. On your great trail. Yeah, you missed out on your hike last year. It sucks. I mean, I give so much credit to um, those folks that run Do It in the Woods Instagram because they managed to get out onto the PCT last year right before COVID hit. I think it was a week before COVID started and, and the lockdown started. And they were on trail and they were... You know, they heard the warnings and they, a lot of haters were on their Instagram saying, you know, how dare you stay on the trail? What are you thinking? And they they stayed on the trail. They're like, we are safest on trail. And they were right. Yep. All right. Let's see. The ATC 2000 Miler Recognition Program has resumed. All miles hiked... Hooray! <laughs> All miles hiked prior to the pause of this program, March 31st, 2020, uh, and after the date of this announcement, May 11, 2021, can be counted. Hikers can submit their applications to the ATC starting the week of May 17, 2021 at this stupid link. Now, what did you just say a few minutes ago with that interview with Miss Janet? Yes. So, very interesting. Uh, Check out 
Backpacker. We are the best podcast for recommending other podcasts. That's right, motherfuckers. Check out Backpacker Radio. Uh, their most recent episode, they interviewed Miss Janet, who, if you don't know, is the number one Appalachian Trail angel. Trail angel. <laughs> She's basically the mascot. She's the official trail mom, pretty much. So she has been doing a lot of work tracking people through that stupid link, um, people that sign up and register their hike. But she said it is completely inaccurate because there are a lot of people who refuse to go to that link. I would be one of them. Um, And it was interesting because Zach, the host of Backpacker Radio that was interviewing her, was like, why would people refuse to sign the link? Or, or why would they refuse to register their hike? And it, it's like they were talking two different languages, which is an issue we have in this country. There's no idea in his head of why people wouldn't want a quasi-government organization knowing where they are. And she had to explain to him, we are looking at in the mountains <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> of Appalachia in PA, we are looking at a tractor trailer trailer with Trump. No socialism, God, guns, pro-life, coal, oil. I'm sorry, folks. Whoa! He he let you down. That's a whole lot of stuff right there. All show and no go with that one, folks. He he let you down. Yeah, sad, sad face. Anyway, um, yeah, there was no, like, she had to explain to him, you know, people don't want a quasi-government organization to know where they are. So that link is not accurate because there are people that either A, don't know about it, B, refuse to register their hike, or C, are just whatever, indifferent. So, anyway, go listen to that podcast. It's a great episode. As they say, hike your own hike. Yes. (laughs) All right. AT hang tags. Oh, AT hang. The ATC will resume the distribution of AT21 backpack hang tags for through hikers and eligible section hikers. Hang tags can be picked up at the following locations upon their reopening. ATC headquarters in Harpers Ferry is reopening on May 27, and the one in Munson, Maine is reopening on June 2. Again, I mean, if you want that little memento, go for it. By all means, I mean, for us... If we were doing a thru-hike, this is a section hiking podcast, but to me, if I was doing a thru-hike, it would be meaningless. Yeah. But if you want it, you can get it now, so that's, I suppose, is good. And on the Facebook group last year, still on the 18 and 2020, there were some awesome folks that were creating tags for thru-hikers in 2020 and handing them out and creating their own yearbook and their own registry. So good on them. At least the folks who really wanted all that stuff from the ATC got it from a more reputable source. Very nice. So while you are looking up the rest of this letter, a thought just occurred to me. Yes. If the ATC is going to claim all of these things, that it has been too dangerous to hike... If they're going to pretend that people haven't been hiking and now they're, quote, allowed to, um, wouldn't it be on them to show why? Like, if it has been so dangerous to hike, 
what evidence? Yes. We're supposed to be following the science. What science is backed up by evidence? What evidence can they show examples of outbreaks in gun cannon brought on by hikers? I challenge them to show five cases of contraction of COVID from the trail within the last year and a half. Be kind of hard. Yeah, because it's not. It is not a source of spread. Right. Um, apparently, the visitor centers, like I said, are reopening in West Virginia and Maine. But what I don't understand, well, it is Governor Wolf. I'm going to say fucking Wolf. Governor fucking Wolf. Come. Um, the ATC Visitor Center in Boiling Springs, where last May, mid-May, we were freezing our asses off and it was snowing in Boiling Springs. That won't remain closed, apparently. That's Pennsylvania for you. Oh. While we are excited to resume some of our pro- programs... Programs? What fucking programs? Hiking. That's the program. It's always been the program. It's never stopped. Okay. We remind everyone that in bold, there are still risks and risks associated with hiking on popular and often crowded trails like the AT. All the information that we have received from National Park Service public health officers and the CDC remind us that we are still a distance away from being able to say that the pandemic is under control and continued vigilance is needed, especially due to COVID-19 variants. I'm sorry, what did the CDC say yesterday? Uh, the CDC yesterday changed their guidance and said that you no longer need masks um, outdoors or indoors if you have been fully vaccinated. Not only that, but they also said there is no outdoor limit anymore. Yes, thank you. That is true. So this is already out of date. These They sent this out on Tuesday. Yes. It's already out of date. So they, the uh, ATC recommends the following safety precautions. <clears throat> As mentioned above, receiving one of the available COVID-19 vaccines will significantly reduce the risk of contracting or spreading the virus. Continue to carry and wear a mask whenever social distancing cannot be achieved. This applies to any enclosed spaces such as AT shelters. It's not in a closed space here. In shuttles and vehicles. Okay. That's up to the That's shuttle to the and shuttle vehicle driver. owner. Mm-hmm. And when indoors in towns, hostel, hostels, when indoors in towns or hostels for resupply, it's up to now, the business. It's up to the business, and many states no longer require masks. Virginia, I believe, has lifted the mask mandate. I could be wrong, but a lot of states, I know Tennessee has no COVID restrictions. Georgia has no COVID restrictions at the moment. So where does the ATC get off telling or recommending um, that these people wear masks and and follow these restrictions when the states they're passing through have said you can do what you like Mm -hmm. because you own your own person. All right. So there have been... This is such a fucking long-winded email. They wanted to cover all their bases and then some. There have been more... And this also just occurred to me as well. There have been more deaths on the Appalachian Trail this year from people getting lost and dying of exposure than COVID. The ATC would be far better putting out... 
which is what they should be focused on. Um, videos, and, and if they want to do emails, like tips if you're lost, tips on how to prevent getting lost, you are far more at risk of that shit than COVID, and they're wasting all their time on this political bullshit. And might I suggest, if you are worried about getting lost, or about bears on trail, go check out Dixie's videos on YouTube. They provide a plethora of information, a lot more than what the ATC gives out. Absolutely. Yep. And big truck. Alright. What else? While most AT shelters are open, we recommend overnight campers use a personal shelter whenever possible to maintain physical distancing. Prolonged exposure and semi-enclosed settings like AT shelters, where crowding can occur and unvaccinated individuals may be present, could increase your chances of contracting or spreading COVID-19. This is feeding into, we've been talking about this on our car ride, this has been feeding into the borderline apartheid that we are starting to see. People who are not vaccinated are very rapidly going to be treated as second-class citizens, um, especially now with these new CDC guidelines. So people who have been vaccinated get their freedoms back from 2019. People who haven't, even though they may not be at risk, hello, I have antibodies, I am young, I'm not at risk, but I am now required to wear a mask. So that is second-class citizenship in the United States of America. Congratulations. And if you want a more, if this is not real life for you, if you want a more real-life example, Yankee Stadium is going to start doing a vaccine uh, area and a non-vaccinated area for spectators. We're going. We want to experience segregation. We think the non-vaccinated area will be a lot more fun. I'm sure it will be. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next. Wash your hands frequently with biodegradable soap at least 200 feet from water sources. When soap is not available, use hand sanitizer. Holy shit, that's the first fucking thing in this email that's made sense. You should do that COVID or not. That's like the first thing that's made sense. You don't piss or do any other bodily function or brush your teeth within 200 feet of a water source. It's just common courtesy and safer. Yes. Alright. Avoid sharing food. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh fuck. What do they think happens out there? This is... Oh, It's very frustrating because this does not match up with reality at all. Do not eat out of the same food bag. Share utensils or drink from other (laughs) hikers' water bottles. I mean... I just don't understand. I wouldn't do that with strangers. Exactly. But with your hiking partner or with your own within your own trail group, I refuse to say the other thing. Try traveling. You said it, not me. <laughs> um, yeah. What the fuck is the problem with that? Anyway. Okay. Avoid large groups when possible, even outdoors, particularly when physical distancing cannot be maintained. This is especially important for those who have not been fully vaccinated. Now, if you are going out to hike, the majority of people who go out to hike, go to hike because they want to get away from fucking large groups, okay? They're done dealing with people. They want to go into nature and be left the fuck alone, all right? 
The only time that would be an issue is at like trail days or some larger trail to like hot springs. And what we found is the majority of those through hikers going to trail days, because the majority of them are through hikers, are more liberty minded than you think. They just want to be left alone. They just want to hike their own hike. And that's it. And not that there was trail days anywhere this year. Anyway, this year. There's not going to be trail days for the next, probably next year either. Right. Um, the I guess the only other thing that that would apply to is in the south, like big trail magic um, which, areas, which like Woods Gap. Um, but they're not allowed to do that this year anyway. Well, they did do it. Tat was around as well as Feathers doing trail magic as well as Miss Janet. Like big gathering they had they had their trailer set up that's fucking awesome it's wonderful thank you for telling me that that is amazing yeah good for them in conclusion (laughs) the atc acknowledges the past year has required significant sacrifices both within and outside the at community of volunteers supporters and hikers not us only if you're stupid and follow their their recommendations uh, many of us have lost friends and family Some have delayed lifelong plans and aspirations, including postponing attempts to through-hike the trail, to better ensure they and those around them are at a lower risk of contracting or spreading COVID-19. We thank everyone who has taken and continues to take extra steps to help combat this pandemic. Can I drive every last one of our listeners away? (laughs) Go for it. All right. So, (laughs) Ayn Rand. There goes every last one of our (laughs) listeners. I highly recommend reading, as I'm sure you do, Atlas Shrugged. One of her main themes is you do not sacrifice yourself on behalf of others. You also do not endanger others. So I'm obviously I had COVID. I didn't go on the trail. You had COVID. You didn't go on the trail. You were sick and didn't want to get out of bed. Yes. Who would want to do something if they're sick? So you don't endanger people because non-aggression principle. You don't. This is like the libertarian COVID version of this podcast. That's right. It is wrong to aggress against another, whether that be physically or by knowingly endangering them if you're sick. So you don't do that shit. But you also don't sacrifice yourself on behalf of a hypothetical situation for strangers. So these people that gave up their hike, I kind of feel bad for them, but I kind of don't because there's no reason for it. As we said, the trail is not a source of COVID. You are safer there than anywhere else. And these people gave up a once in a lifetime experience in some cases for a hypothetical situation for complete strangers. And that's really sad. And we have said this also on this podcast. Businesses and hostels are grateful that you decided to hike during the pandemic. When yes. we visited Duncannon last March and June, uh, during the springtime, chatting with locals, they are so thrilled because we are spending money in their towns. Yup. Um, we ended Pennsylvania at Bonfire Burgers. That dude was so happy to have business. Like, these people rely on... 
So basically what these recommendations have done is they have hurt a lot of people. There are businesses that are out of business. The hotel in Duncannon, I don't know if they're still there, but, um, well, she had a, a family member that was susceptible, but that's a little different. But yeah, all as these recommendations have done is harmed people, right? So. Is that our oh, that, that raised my blood pressure a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I, I think the thing that really is just was the most absurd thing for me was they're just pretending this entire thing does not match reality. There are thousands of people out there and they're just pretending, oh, you can start again. People have been doing what they want to do, which is great. And we did promise that this wouldn't be the COVID podcast, but you know what? They're just giving us fodder at this point. The ATC, by putting out these ridiculous emails... it is emails, hiking related. It's not like we just went off on COVID. <laughs> totally. This is hiking this related. This is hiking related. It has, it's directly related to, to all of us who hike. Uh, and if you're listening to this and not a hiker, maybe you should go out and hike because it's, <laughs> it's magic. Um, but anyhow... Yeah, I think uh, that about covers it. We are not back on trail until June 12th. Um, in the meantime, we are going to search high and low for another guest on yes. our podcast. Um, we are going to be... Pardon me. We are going to be doing some running activities in the next couple of weeks. There's an article that we need to dissect about um, is through hiking bad for your health? Oh, yeah. That's right. So that's a quick preview. That's it, right? All right. Well, Crank, uh, you know what? This this was a good 45-minute... Uh, Rant. <laughs> break uh, of not paying attention to the road very much and how long we have left to get to Pittsburgh. But we, uh, if you are still listening... Well done. <laughs> you we deserve a gold you. star. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Anything Thank else? you very much. All right, y'all. See you in the next one. Ciao. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me. And you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Hey, hello, and you'll see into your imagination.